Welcome back to the Essentially You podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Happy New Year! We are officially three days into a new year and new decade as we step into 2020 with new high energy intentions. How are you feeling? Now, I wanted to let you know that initially I was planning to release this episode on New Year's Eve. My husband loved it so much. He wanted to wait till we were fully into 2020 to bring this episode to you. So instead, on New Year's Eve, I released a episode on how to optimize liver function to balance your hormones. It's an area that I love to talk about, and I felt like it was perfectly timed because goodness knows our livers have definitely been working overtime during the holiday season. Now, if you want to go check out all of the amazing tips on how to love your liver, you can go and check out episode 154. Now, I have a question. How was 2019 for you? Have you taken a moment to reflect back on this last year and the full 365 days that seemed to fly by? In today's episode, I want to shift gears a little bit and set you up for success in 2020 and beyond. I know that 95% of the time, we are super focused on women's hormone health, but I have a feeling that your health is a gateway to creating something bigger and more meaningful based on your purpose here in life. I want today's short episode to be about expanding your dreams, and I want to help you get very specific. So if you're up for it today, yes, I have two simple exercises to really set you up for success. Now, full disclosure, to maximize this episode, I recommend sitting down with a notebook or a couple blank pieces of paper. Now, you can also listen to this short episode and then feel free to come back and re-listen if it really aligns with you and you know you want to sit down with a yummy tea or coffee and settle in to creating your perfect every day. But before we dive into these very specific exercise, I want to invite you first to start with reflecting on the last year in 2019. Now, this is one of my favorite things to do at the end of each year or even at the very beginning of the new year. Reflecting on our amazing wins, aha moments, learning lessons and struggles are so important for getting clarity for the new year. Now, 2019 was filled with a lot of each for me. In many ways, it was one of the best years to date, but I definitely experienced some massive learning lessons, including my struggle with Hajimoto's this year. So how about you? Do some immediate wins and learning lessons just come to mind the second you start thinking about the last year? When taking a moment to reflect on 2019, I recommend rating specific areas on a scale of 1 to 10. 1 being eh, not so great and 10 being freaking amazing. Now I'm going to share the areas that I look at each year when I'm reflecting back on the year before. How would you rate yourself in these six categories for 2019? Your overall health, relationships, work and career, finances, bucket list and dreams, mission and purpose, and spirituality. After you take a moment to rate yourself in each category, I recommend thinking about ways in which you can upgrade each area in 2020. What areas would you really like to improve upon this year? I love the quote, energy goes where intention flows. 
Create an intention for what you want more of in 2020 will allow you to experience more abundance in that area of your life. So now that you've taken a moment to reflect, in today's episode, as I mentioned before, I want to set you up with some very specific success. I want to walk you through an exercise that I've done multiple times and I found it to be super powerful and very specific. And that is the ticket. The specificity is everything. This is the main event. Today, I want to share how to create your perfect day with 2020 vision. Picturing your ideal day is an incredible exercise to start the new year. It offers massive clarification, visualization, and a way to specifically hone in on what you're really after, not only in your personal life, but also professional life. So I want you to just take a brief moment and close your eyes and imagine your ideal day. Maybe some specific things just pop up immediately. Just imagine. Napoleon Hill states in Think and Grow Rich, first comes thought, then organization of that thought into ideas and plans, then transformation of those plans into reality. The beginning, as you will observe, is in your imagination. Whether you're visioning up that you'd like to live near the ocean or the mountains to enjoy nature every day, or feel energized in the best shape of your life, or wake up every day excited to start a new day, or you're planning an epic family trip to an incredible tropical location, or you're attracting your dream partner where your values truly align, or you're taking up a hobby or a passion project that you've been meaning to start for several years now. Whatever feels exciting and expansive to you, it all starts with a vivid vision. One of the biggest insights that I received from one of my mentors, Mary Morrissey, is this. You cannot fulfill a dream or a vision that you haven't created. So how can you have a perfect every day if you do not even know what it looks like? When I was doing this exercise with my amazing team, many of the women on the call commented on how powerful it was because they had never written down the things that they really wanted to do in their day-to-day. Many of us haven't. Just giving ourselves permission to create our perfect every day is a powerful act of freedom. In order to create your ideal day, especially to do it over and over again so that you're living the life that you want on a consistent basis, you need to give yourself permission to make changes in your life, to move things around, grow within these changes, and move towards your dream. Move towards your perfect every day. The first step in this eye-opening exercise is to start a list and you're going to write down a list of things that you do not like or do not want to do. And the reason for this is most of us don't actually know what we like, as I mentioned above, but we do know what we don't like. So here's a couple examples just to kind of get you started on this what you do not want list in your perfect every day. Here they are. I don't like to get up really late in the morning. I don't want to rush into the start of my day. I don't like rushing out the door. I don't want to have a boss. I don't want to work with people who are unmotivated. I don't like energy vampires. I don't like feeling bad due to bad lifestyle choices. I don't want to start my day without essential oils. I mean, who doesn't? So take about five minutes and write down things that you do not like or do not want in your perfect every day. Once you have your do not want list, 
it's time to write down a list of things that you do like and want in your perfect every day. This should be a bit easier now that you have your don't want list as a reference. Now feel free to take a bit more time on this one as you may have never created a list of things that you love doing. I'm gonna give you some examples and just note that if you are sitting down and working this exercise with me today, you can absolutely pause to fill out the list and then come back to the episode. I'm not gonna take major gaps because I do want this episode to be succinct, but just note that you can pause it when we do an exercise and then come back to it, unpause, and we will continue on with this epic, awesome, perfect day exercise. So here are some examples of what you may want or what you may like in your ideal day. I want my house to be clean and orderly and kept in place for me. I want my house to smell yummy with oils and healthy food. I want to read every single day. I want to work out of my house when I feel like it. I want to travel several times a year for vacation. I like feeling supported in all areas of my life. I want to feel good all of the time and lead with joy. So go on and create your like or want list for your perfect day. Now that you've created both lists, We are going to focus actually on both lists, the do not want and the want list. These lists are going to be a reference when you are creating your perfect every day. So here is the big key question that I'm excited for you to focus today on. What would your perfect normal day look like if there were no limitations on what it could be? And let me break that down for you when I say that. For example, when I talk about perfect You get as many, if not all of the things on your want list, and you avoid all the things on the do not want list. When I say normal, I mean routine every day. And then when I say no limitations, forget about current responsibilities, obligations, and physical restraints, such as money and location. Again, no limitations on what it could be. It's all about dreaming your perfect day and letting your imagination go wild. Now, in order to make this a little bit easier, I have some prompt questions to consider when creating your perfect day in case you want to spend an hour or two really working this through, getting as specific as possible. And that's the most important thing. The more specific you can get, the better. So if you know exactly what your house looks like, then write it completely out. If you know you want a chef who makes you green smoothies every day, write that out in very specific detail. Now, here's the really awesome thing. Once you've created your perfect every day and it's on paper, you get to start making it a reality. That's that's the thing. Once you get this on paper, you are releasing it off to God and the universe, and it's incredible how you will begin to attract opportunities and amazing abundance to create this perfect every day. So here are the prompt questions that I want you to fill out, and these are so much fun, so you're going to want to spend time on them. Number one. What does your house look like? What does your office and workspace look like? Is your house open? Do you have a big kitchen that leads to the living room? Do you have a massive open workspace with crystals and a diffuser and maybe you have a standing work desk? Your room is beautifully decorated and organized, like getting super clear on what does your house look like and what does your office and workspace look like? It may not be the house you live in. It may be a new house in a different location. So just getting really clear on where it is you want to live. Number two, where do you wake up? Where do you live? Do you live in 
a beach town? Do you live in the mountains? Do you live out by the redwoods? Like, where is it that you want to live? Do you live half time in Hawaii and half time in New York? Like, what is it that you, where you want to live and how is it that you want to do it? Number three, who are your friends? What are your friendship groups looking like? And what are you doing with them? So really be thinking about the quality of your friends. What do your friends bring to the table? What do you guys do together? I have such an incredible group of friends, and I know that when we get back home from Maui in a couple of days, we are going to get together for an incredible manifestation and visualization dinner, because that's what we do as friends. We really help support each other, step into those next big goals. So be thinking about, like, what do you want to be doing with your friends? Maybe you want to be building bonfires with your friends. I don't know. Just make it something that really feels good to you. Number four, how many hours of your day do you work? Are you working four hours? Are you working six hours? Only seven? Maybe your cutoff is like no way you're working more than seven hours a day. Whatever that looks like, getting really clear on what your work day. Maybe you only work Monday, Wednesday, Fridays. Totally up to you. Number five, how do you interact with your team? That's your clients, your customers, your coworkers. Now, I have multiple teams that I work with, and then we have an incredible community that we serve. We have a Dr. Marisa team that we are connected to every, practically every day. We are always connecting with our clients, our customers, my doTERRA team. There's just so many different layers of our community, and we always want to show up. Our values are really about servant leadership and how we show up in the world. And so we're really clear on how we want to interact with our team and our community and really showing love to everyone in the world. Inclusion is one of my biggest, biggest areas and values. So be really, really specific about how you want to interact with your team. Number six. How do you start your morning? What is your perfect morning routine and ritual? Now, you know, I get so excited when it comes to creating a morning routine and ritual. And if you haven't done it yet, this is the perfect time to orchestrate your perfect morning ritual. And if you want a little bit of help here, I actually re-released episode nine on the Essentially You podcast. It was a bonus episode that I re-released on Christmas Eve just a couple episodes ago. It was right before episode 154. If you want a little bit more clarity on how to create that perfect morning ritual and morning routine, because how you start your morning is how you live your life. Woohoo! I'm so excited for this for you. Number seven, what does your perfect everyday workday look like? So after you've got that morning ritual dialed in, what does the rest of the day look like? How does it unfold? What is your late morning, your lunch, your afternoon? What does is, what is your time spent with your family look like? What does your evening routine look like? You know, do you have a massage therapist coming over? Do you have a chef? Are you cooking with the entire family and your whole family loves cooking? Whatever that looks like, getting super clear on that. And then lastly, number eight, what do you do at work and do you have a team to support you? So maybe it's something you've been wanting to do or maybe it's a new position that you're wanting to take on. Whatever that looks like, write it down so you're creating that perfect every day. Now you've got all the time in the world to answer these questions. But after you've answered these questions, I want you to take a moment and write out a short story for your perfect every day. This exercise can take about 30 to 40 minutes. took me about 40 minutes when I did it. And although it feels like a lot of time, it opens the door like wide open to what is possible. So definitely take time 
go back through all of these prompt questions, these eight prompt questions, and then create out your perfect every day. The more specific, the better. After you've created your perfect everyday short story, the next step is to have it available to read over at least once a month or every quarter and to let yourself have it, to surrender to it. Now that you have dreamed your dream and you created your vision, it's now out there waiting to happen for you. How cool is that? Each day or each time you're ready to make a change, envision yourself pulling your now day into your perfect day as they get closer and closer. Visualize them meeting in the middle and merging. It may take some time, even may take several years, but every step you bring, it brings you one step closer to living your perfect everyday life. There may be some aspects of your perfect everyday life that you are actually really close to right now. You just need to make a couple of minor tweaks because that was very true for me when I mapped out my perfect day. There were a lot of areas I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so close to this. I just need a couple of little things to be in place for this to happen for me. By letting yourself take the time and do the work, even the most mundane days will improve and you'll get closer and closer to that perfect every day. I want to take a moment and truly honor you for listening in to today's episode and even diving deep and visualizing and dreaming your perfect every day. These exercises are so powerful, but that first step is committing to doing them. So I wanna just honor you for not only listening, but for jumping in and saying, oh yes, to a new year and a beautiful every day. Supporting you to live your best life is why I created this podcast. If this episode resonated with you, feel free to reach out to me via Instagram and let me know. My IG handle is Dr. Marisa. Thank you so much for stopping by and listening into the Essentially You podcast. In the upcoming episode, we are getting back into women's hormones. No worries on that. And we're going to be focusing on breaking up with sugar with Molly Carmel. If you've listened to this podcast often, you know my take on sugar and the damage it does on the body. Molly and I have very powerful break up with sugar stories, and we are excited to collaborate to lay out a plan to give you an opportunity to break up with sugar too. Until then, have an amazing, amazing first week of the new year, and I can't wait to connect with you. Bye.